Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the white vans, except no white vans. I'm telling you guys, one of these days, I will buy a pair. I'm, but I am rocking some Attack on Titan, uh, some Attack on Titan swag. Um, back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. So today, I have one of my really good friends that I met when I, in my time out in Vegas, out there in some dry heat. One of my good buddies, Manny Fig. What's going on, Manny? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, thank you for... For inviting me onto the onto the show here. My name is Manny, everybody. Nice to meet you. Hope you all well. Yeah, man. Uh, my boy Manny is uh, coming on. We're actually going to talk through an episode uh, where I'm going to do similar to some of the styles that I've done this season um, of having a guest on. So this collaboration is actually called Come At Me, Bro. Um, so it's like Comet me bro like for those of you who can't break it down but it's a few space anime favorites um that we both like uh manny's a really good friend of mine we're going to get into some interview questions with him here shortly um i can't wait for that um but before we get into it as always i want to thank you each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show because without you guys this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding um so if you guys aren't already following me on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 um, there you can find um, any updates news in regards to any giveaways or upcoming episodes this is a new season so i'm just getting started many is actually my second episode of this season so this is awesome um but uh yeah whenever you guys follow let me know if you like or dislike an episode i love interacting with the fans and shout out to my boy alejandro because as always there may be spoilers ahead so you have been warned um so Got all of that stuff out of the way. I, I, it's always, always feel bad because I hate, and many you know this about me, like I hate like definitions and I hate like being scripted. But mm -hmm. there are like certain things that obviously, you know, as a as a show and things like that, you have to get out of the way. Not that doesn't mean that I don't mean them. It's just it's like okay, cool. I want to let you know that I love you guys. You guys are amazing, absolutely awesome. But I want to get to the meat and potatoes. It's like veggies before you actually eat your meat. Like I, I just wanna, I wanna, you know, I want to get that out of the way. So. Um, so anyway, like I said, I got my buddy Manny on, man. Manny, thank you so much, like I said, for joining on the show. Of course. I, thank I you. didn't I didn't see any other fitting episode than like come at me, bro. Like this is fitting. <laughs> like we we talk so much anime and have talked so much anime. It just felt like this was and for those of you who don't know, Manny's actual like this is how deep this goes, but like Manny's um his like picture his profile picture for his email address is the swordfish like it, it goes deep for for <laughs> cowboy bebop so we'll get into an interview with manny so i get to, so you guys get to know him a little bit we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk through four shows that we both enjoy that fit this space theme so are you ready manny oh yeah all right, man. So first of all, Manny, who are you, bro? Like, tell the listeners, like, who is this guy that 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 stumbled upon the uh, the anime talk show, show today? Uh, well, uh, just your average Joe, 
uh, actually always been into, you know, cartoons and uh, comics are pretty big in my family. But when I grew up, uh, as I was growing up, <laughs> I'm still growing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. I would hope so. Uh, but yeah, you know, I've always enjoyed, um, I guess, I guess it was manga before it was anime, you know? Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, everybody's got, you know, the classic Toonami intro uh, in their life with Dragon Ball or Sailor Moon or Cardcaptor Sakura. Uh, mm-hmm. But, man, I, I, I think I think it's just one of those things where, you know, the manga and the anime, they kind of like complement each other to me. You know, I've never been the type to just find one being more gospel than the other. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I really thank Borders and, and Manga for uh, keeping me busy in my, <laughs> my teen life and uh, really introducing me to myself. So Awesome, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing that, man. Like, I, I, I absolutely love Manny. He's a huge energy. Like, I knew if there's if there's one story that I'm going to share real quick before we get into these questions that I always think about with Manny, and this is obviously putting you on the hot seat, yeah. but when we went to a wedding out in uh jersey and we were walking you remember the night we were walking i think we were walking back from the wedding rehearsal um and we were going down the pier and we jumped the fence because we weren't supposed to be out on the beach it was like it was pitch black outside and we jumped this we jumped and i wouldn't even say it was like a it was a fence it was literally like a rope and we just went Mm -hmm. around a rope and we go out and like to tell like i said i'm wrapping this all up in a cute little bow so I don't know how to swim. I, I don't know if I've ever told everyone on the show. I have zero desires to know how to swim. I feel like I'm tall enough. I can wade through the water. I'm not really tall. I'm like six, maybe six one on a good day. But I feel like I'm tall enough to like walk through and wade through the water. Manny yeah. proceeds to literally jump in in the ocean. Like this isn't this isn't like just a body of water. This isn't like a lake or a river or anything like that. Manny just jumps into the to the water and it's just floating. And dude, like when I tell you I can't even see in front of me, let alone you were just kind of wading through the water. There's one guy that I know just doesn't care and it's just like just free and just flowing. Like it's definitely Manny. So that's my Manny story before we get started. <laughs> oh, thank you for that memory share. It's great. You know, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I I loved that, you know, kind of like the group that we were with all kind of like joined in on the fun too. Yeah. Right. It wasn't just me out there because it wouldn't be nearly as cool. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It was, it was fun times, but to my point, my original point, I didn't walk yeah. out there very far. So <laughs> for those of you who think that I'm lying about swimming, I was not very deep in that water at all. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, let's go ahead and get into it. So first question, buddy. So like name the first anime you watched um, and how were you introduced into it? Like, how did you fall in love and all that? Yeah, let's jam. It's definitely not space or uh, Cowboy Bebop, though. I will say that. Uh, ironically, I mean, I remember seeing Cowboy Bebop the movie on um, a buddy of mine's older brother's like you know TV mantle when I was visiting him, uh, <laughs> maybe in third grade or something. A really long time ago, you know, because that movie I believe came out in like '99 or 2000. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it was a good time. That, that probably wasn't right with the third grade part but there, but that's okay. You know, memories. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I the first one that I was introduced to where I got into it, because I was like, oh, that 
that's an, that, that that looks like a very mature looking movie, you know, yeah. maybe about the movie. And I never got into that. But when I went into the blockbuster, I saw that movie there with like two thousand one. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in. Oh yeah. Was when okay, cool. So I wasn't too far off. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you for checking that out. Mm. Blockbuster was, you know, obviously super hype with uh, Hollywood Video being around and everybody just going renting movies. And I loved the little, and it was super niche anime section Mm -hmm. you know and they had anime movies they had maybe some tv shows but you could tell that they had you know stuff that was more mature and i was always attracted to that and there was one in particular that was just racy on the cover and it was called golden boy okay and i it's it's actually so one of my top animes uh but it it's interesting because I had no way of renting that as a kid. And one day I got the opportunity to. Um, this guy my mom was dating at the time, um, I think to kind of like bridge the gap between him and I, he took me to Blockbuster one day and he asked me if I wanted to rent anything. And he wouldn't question it. And I said, okay, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> so I went over there and I grabbed golden boy and I ran to him and I was like, here, let's don't judge me. <laughs> you know, like, if you ever see the cover and you can always look it up after or whenever you want, whoever's listening, uh, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about, but it was cool. He, he, he let me, you know, rent it, went home. I watched it and it's still to this day, like one of those, like just, you know, six episode, really rare that it is six episodes, uh, but just short, you know, 20 minute uh, story about this guy who basically, instead of, you know, getting out of uh, college as a lawyer, which he studied for, um, actually skips out on graduation day and ends up, you know, just taking the unemployed like root, uh, I guess in Japan, it's called a freeder, and it's an expression for people who lack full-time employment, um, excluding housewives and students, and they're usually between 15 to 34. He's 25, and he's just got all these odd jobs that he gets and picks up around towns. He's got this bike, it's called the Mikazuki 5, it's pink, and and he's just a rad dude. He's got long hair. He's got a journal that he, he, he carries with him everywhere. And he writes notes in. And, and one of the mantras that he follows is life is steady. And I've always kind of, uh, you know, kind of you know, brought that into my fold of, of belief and uh, practice. So, yeah, Golden Boy, you got to check it out. Nice. Yeah, I haven't watched it. But while you were talking about it, I looked up the cover. And, uh, yeah, it is. A, it, I can understand why. I mean, especially a younger version would definitely be like, yeah, I want to watch this. Like, here. Here, check this out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm yep. going to have to add that to the list. So I appreciate that, dude. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, totally. Um, so that brings me right into my next question. So what are you currently watching? Um, well, this is kind of funny, but I'm actually really tired of seeing all these like references and my core group of friends like always talking about like, you know, what characters are like who. Like I've been... I've been compared to Jiraiya enough times. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch Naruto, and we're going to do this for real this time. Because I tried it in the early 2000s, Mm -hmm. uh, and I got as far as actually exactly where I am now, which is right after the Zabuza kind of part, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, really early on, but 
I got to say I'm feeling it more now than I did back then, probably because I have more of an appreciation with my experience, just, you know, uh, just intaking anime as I usually do. But yeah, it's just, it's a good, it's a good time. I like Naruto. I've already cried once. Um, oh, and... prepare, man. There are more tears to, more <laughs> tears to follow, bro. <laughs> I, I'm ready for it. I love sad anything like if it's sad please like sign me up give send me an email send me your list <laughs> of stuff that makes you cry i need that yeah yeah i definitely you know that that you just gave me an idea for another um for another episode for the show i may have to bring you back on on anime to make you cry we'll call them anime <laughs> tear jerkers <laughs> yes let's do it <laughs> awesome um so awesome so you're going back through the nostalgia naruto that's that's dope that's always good. Yeah. I, I remember watching it, like, to your point, I remember watching Naruto and not really loving Naruto. I loved Naruto Shippuden. Um, mm -hmm. But I just remember, like, Naruto, like, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's it's still in that genre. Because to me, Naruto was always one of those weird ones where it felt like, and we've had this conversation, I'm sure, many times. Yeah. But it felt like that was right in that same wheelhouse as, like, Dragon Ball Z, where it's, like, weird because you know it's an anime because it is a japanese art form like it's an animation style yeah. but it's like at the same time it feels very cartoonish mm -hmm. so it's like yeah. the only difference that i will say though and and one one of the deciding factors that i always go through when i'm talking about shows for anime versus cartoon um dbz being again the anomaly here but majority of time for me if you're watching a good tv show like a good cartoon um there's usually not death there's usually like no death there's usually like somebody mm -hmm. dies but then like somehow they come back in the next episode like how many times have you watched like family guy and you see like something happens and then you're like oh well this person should be dead and then next thing you know in the next episode they're back you know what i mean like but yeah, like in, in anime yeah, yeah but then like in anime like when you see someone die like you normally don't see them again like every show unless it's mm -hmm. one of those shows that they don't follow a specific plot or storyline. Nine times out of ten, you're probably never going to see that character again. That's true. I'm trying to compare, but the only thing, you know, is like, you know, going into that, you know, underworld and or, you know, whatever it is uh, in Dragon Ball, like you said, Anomaly. Yeah. Like, you really don't see, like, there isn't just a pool of, like, where the dead guys go. Right. <laughs> right. You know? So you bring up a good point with that. Um yeah, I, I think one of the things I don't really care much for with with Naruto so far, though, is um, just the way they cliffhang me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that, but I love the, well, I mean, it's not a bad thing, right? But it's just like a personal thing. Uh, and I love the blood. I love the use of blood and there's like brutality, but it is slower paced. Mm -hmm. Now, what I, what I wonder is you, you brought up Shippuden. So is Shippuden kind of like how Brotherhood was to out? you know, Full Metal Alchemist, or is it somewhat? It's 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 kind of a hybrid. So they do uh -huh. like the recapping to kind of, kind of catch you back up, and like you kind of pick up after a certain point, like in the show, okay. and it just kind of continues on. So it's like a hey, shout out to the oldie, but now going forward, we're older, we're more mature, we're dealing with more complex situations because it's not just about you being a kid growing up. Now it's growing into you know your teenage life, like certain missions that now are better. You know, like it's more yeah. of that. So. Okay, so it's a it's a time skip in a yeah. way. Okay, yeah. So so it's, it's it's really good though. I can't I can't wait for you to get there. So oh yeah, I love that. That's I mean, not many animes do that. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, so I guess that kind of brings me into my next question then. Like, it, literally all of these are rolling into each other. Shout out to Matt. I finally put some questions together that make sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, how can you tell if an anime is good or not? Like, how do you build your judgment? Mm, that's a good one. Um, you know, for me, it's got to make me feel something, period. You yep. know, if it isn't right away, leave me pieces that lead me to a place where uh, I can find those feelings along the way. You know, uh, maybe maybe it isn't a climax. You know, I'm not really pining over like a great conclusion. Like, you know, I, I want a good ending. Don't get me wrong, but I'm real open minded. So if it ends in a like tragic way, I'm usually cool with that. But just make that tragedy worth my while. Like, yeah teach me something leave me with something if it's not with the character i love you know yeah um but yeah it's it's got to make me feel stuff and you know that kind of trickles down into um you know obviously voice acting we we don't need to talk about dub subbed right now uh <laughs> but that's definitely a part of it you know i might switch just to check it out i i Same. i love, I love Same. all of them right yeah i mean you, you got to try it at least like halfway through a season do you know, something that you're not listening to and then try that out. Music's important. The intro, don't give me the ending, but, you know, leave me, you know, leave, leave me or keep me interested. Uh, I'm trying to think of a really good intro that's like that. And I, I'm, 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 I'm drawing blanks right now. Um, but, yeah, uh, let me see what else. What else would be good? Um, I, I, you know, I got to have character development, but... Yeah not for the sake of character development, if that makes sense. It's got to be, it's got to be meaningful. Yeah. Uh, like. And when I, you said, well, when you said intro to the first thing that popped into my head was Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> like, cause the intro like sucks you in. Like oh, if you, man. if you weren't, if you weren't curious or you weren't like serious about watching the show, you listen to that and you hear the and you're just like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like this is going to be all happy. Like I, I'm, I'm in love uh -huh. with this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get into the show and you're like, what did you do? Like, wh why did you do this to me? Why did you make me feel this I know. way? <laughs> and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a it's a weird you know pull because they're setting that tone and then they bring you into something completely different right? yes uh, especially with the ending not to like even bring that up in like a spoilery way but like you know the congratulations yes yeah. that's, that's uh one of our old friend cj's favorite scenes you know he, he'll, he'll just randomly drop that <laughs> once in a while and i'm like bro that is <laughs> Ah, oh, man, I want to watch that show now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the show I was thinking about earlier, intros that don't, you know, give away too much. Yeah. And also with the character development, man, Rising of Shield Hero really got me. Yeah. Like, that's one of the more modern ones that really just, it hit every mark on the board. Agree. You know? I tell people so. about that all about that show all the time. It's an, <laughs> yeah. amazing, it's an amazing show, man. They did such a good job, and I can't wait for the new season to drop. I cannot wait. I remember catching you talking about it on that one about, I think it was like, gosh, was it Lovers? I think it was a Valentine's episode or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, that was yeah, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, it's such it's such a good show. And it's it's one of those shows that I feel like 
I feel like it, you know, there's shows that come out. I mean, obviously, you know, I have one more question to go before we jump in a break, but it's one of those shows. It's very similar. And I had this really, com- really good conversation with another one of my good friends who will probably be on um, the show pretty soon. Yeah. Um, we were talking about um, space. Uh, we were talking about uh, one of the shows that we're going to talk a little, about a little bit later and how it came out at the same time as another show. Um, and you didn't, you didn't, you, you like, it kind of got swept under the rug, not because it wasn't a good show, but it came out with shows that were so hype around it that Mm -hmm. like, it was, it was like the third, like it was, it was like the third tier on this one. And you're just like, oh, okay, I got to watch the first one. I got to watch the second one. I got to watch. And then you're like, uh, overshadowed, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll get into this. But once you got into it, like you were hooked, like it's one of those shows for sure. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I guess the, the the last question before we jump into break here. So, name your top three anime characters. I know this is tough. We've talked about this between oh. you and I multiple times, mm-hmm. but give me give me three anime characters. That's so hard. You know, I'm not trying to touch Bleach. You know, but yeah. they have such great characters. You know, it's hard not to to just take one out of there. But I'm actually going to stray away from that. Love you, Bleach fans. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, man, and we're talking anime, so I'm going to stick with anime because manga-wise, I have, like, my other – I almost have, like, another list. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, let's go. Uh, starting with – and I'll go chronologically, like, from when I started favoring these characters, right? Oh, Bak- okay. Bak- Bakura from Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Um, he's uh, – I don't know if you want. Would you want me to talk a little bit about each, or do you want me to just kind of state each one? No, I'm, you can talk a little bit about each. You're good. Okay, man. cool. Uh, so, Bakura, you know, uh, he's he's actually a, a good guy um, in like modern day, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, because there's like some some flashbacks and things to like Egypt and whatnot. But uh, Bakura is basically like a reincarnation of a villain from the past, and he ends up with an item that harbors a soul from one of those villains. And uh, it's funny in the English dub, he's got a British accent and, yeah. uh, and I always loved his voice acting. In fact, he's kind of like his performance in that show. Um, and I say, I, I hate saying his and not knowing the uh, voice actor's name. So I apologize, but um, I, I just was, you know, just taken away like by his just ability to go from like a really kind hearted like friend of Yugi's to his arch nemesis and I just loved like how his motivation was that hey you know your 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 family the reason why he hated the pharaoh was because you know they murdered his entire village Mm -hmm. so just for some millennium items right just to kind of boil them down and make them into items like that's some pretty dark stuff right yeah. so you kind of get behind him as a villain and you know leading into my next character is lelouch v britannia from Kogias. and you know he's another kind of uh I, you know i consider him a villain but like an anti-hero you know i mean he's batman he's a vigilante <laughs> Yeah, I know it. It's really interesting the characters that like I just you know that we find ourselves really liking uh, uh, end up being facets of our our own you know psyche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I'm not an injustice kind of person. That's kind of what he does with you know having his mother supposedly killed and being a part of royalty and the king actually being you know almost con- 
a conqueror of like the world, right? And uh, just um, you know him him being able to take his power and uh, using it to become the evil that he saw in the world and a greater evil at that. Yeah. And then you know you know not not going to spoil anything there, but just loving loving how that one actually wrapped up, uh, regardless of what's come out recently. Uh, and yeah, lastly, third one would be Dandy uh, from Space Dandy, which probably gonna be talking about later and uh yeah i i still i still tell people stay dandy whenever i say goodbye just because you know uh dandies are you know kind of like gosh i i believe it's a really old term uh they're like gentlemen's it's actually kind of interesting that he's named that because there's a few episodes that kind of play around with him being ungentlemanly like Mm -hmm. so they do an unironical kind of thing with it but uh, yes, you know, uh, dandy is 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 uh, the dandy way to be, and I I love everything about him. That's probably my most watched anime to yeah. date. Uh, that and you know, Cowboy Bebop. But those are my three. <laughs> cool. So I wanted to tell I wanted you to finish that because I wanted to touch on it. So if you were looking for the yeah. English the English voice voice actor for Bakura, it's Ted yeah. Lewis. Oh, okay. Is the is the name that you were looking for, and then uh, to your point, dandy as man or warrior. It's a Greek, the Greek word for man or warrior. Um, so it's like, oh, but but I, I but see. in the context that yeah. they were using it, yes, they yeah. were using it for like a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cool to know, though. I like that. Yeah. So. And uh, you said Ted who? Ted Lewis. Ted Lewis. That's great. Yeah, he's amazing. If you haven't heard, at least, you know, pull up a clip one day of just like his work in Yu-Gi-Oh! And you'll see what I'm talking about. It's pretty outrageous. Okay, and I've I've delved into this because obviously I pulled the thread. So a dandy historically is a man who places particular importance upon physical appearance, refined language, and leisurely activities pursued with the appearance of a nonchalant and a cult of self. So it's a self-made man. So for all of you out there wondering what dandy is, you are welcome because Manny started this and I couldn't help but pull at the string. Oh, I love that. Oh, wow. When you said pull out the string right there, that's actually, that's another episode reference. If, oh man, that's too much. I can't, I can't, I can't even handle this. But yeah, you know, it's, it's really funny because, you know, one of his, um, one of his like quotes even is like, you know, at, at, at least I'm not dying with a, uh, at least I'm dying with a full head of hair. Exactly. You know, and it goes with what you just said, right? So. Yep. For sure. Keeping tabs on those personal appearances. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. So it's it's dope, man. I can't wait till we get into the second part of this. Obviously, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Uh, thank you for listening up to this point as we go through the as we went through the introduction of my guest, my main man Manny, um, and started through some interview questions where you guys got to know a little bit about him. So we'll be right back after this commercial break and uh stay tuned. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for sticking around after the commercial break. Um, obviously, we met with my boy Manny. You guys got to know a little bit more about him and his beautiful mind earlier in the uh, introduction piece and him talking through some of his uh, some of his favorites and um, some of his kind of judgments and things like that around certain episodes. Um or certain shows. So going forward, obviously, if you guys have are listened to any of my other episodes, when I have a guest, you know, we talk through a couple of different shows. So since the episode is dubbed Come At Me Bro, um, it's uh, it's a few space anime favorites. So 
I sat down and I chose, or we kind of talked through some of the shows that we've watched and obviously that fit a space theme. And so uh, this is the list that we kind of, uh, that we kind of went through. So I'm going to spark it up um, and then I'll let Manny kind of start off and then I'll kind of interject and just hear your thoughts. So first show that we decided on, which was unanimous, it had to be on this list already, but the first show is Cowboy Bebop, uh, 26 episodes, uh, 8.9 ranking on uh, my anime list, um, airing April 3rd, 1998 to June 26, 1998. The synopsis um, is the futuristic misadventures and tragedies of an easygoing bounty hunter and his partners. This is not one of my favorite um, synopsis that my anime list has given, but it gives my uh, my special guest here kind of space to kind of elaborate and kind of talk through the show. So, Manny, you have the stage, sir. Thank you very much, Matt. No problem. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Cowboy Bebop, what's that? <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh, I mean, you know, some would say it's a, it's a, it's a genre-defining anime, uh, you know, and a beautiful fusion of, of jazz and uh, action and storytelling and a reality that could quite possibly be not very far from us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, uh, no, I, I, I'm totally factual here in saying this. I believe that, you know, there's, there's a quality to most of Shinichiro Watanabe's work, uh, like a, a certain amount of research that goes into his work. And I really love that, uh, nuance and detail put into into his work and Cowboy Bebop is no different you know uh, it just does such a great job at really setting the stage in terms of the environment uh, the characters you know uh, I love that you know the main character Spike you know he's from Mars and that's like a normal thing you know Earth is is, is kind of like a kind of podunk you know people don't really you know go down to earth right uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where um i i've always wanted to go to space i've always had a fascination with uh astronomy and just the outside w world um and it being so realistic and having uh, characters that I care about, sure, you know, bounty hunters in space, right? People who are fans of like Firefly uh, probably really, um, you know, have some have some liking to this show if they haven't already seen it. Um, sure. And yeah, I just, you know, they're misfits and having having characters that just don't normally meet under normal circumstances, you know, kind of speaks to me just because some of the, my favorite. Uh, moments in my own life are meeting people that are just, you know, just random, but end up becoming a part of my journey, you know, even like, you know, you, Matt. So, yeah, uh, yeah I know that's kind of like an outlandish way to talk about that. But yeah, I, I, you know, the show in general, you know, without, I mean, it's an old show, right? Um, it's It's got a movie. There's a, a movie that you should probably watch after episode 23. So just keep that in mind. If you're you're trying to rewatch the show, or you're new to it. Um, I don't actually have favorite episodes. <laughs> uh, I, I I really love the whole show, and I know that sounds kind of vague and kind of you know general and whatnot. But I I I guess if I were to say one, it's 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 the one with with Rocco. I, I forget which one it is. Um, if I if I had to really put myself in a corner. It's it's the one with uh, Rocco, who's the guy who's like trying to 
you know, cure his uh, sister's blindness. Oh, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really dig that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and just like what it has to offer in terms of kind of seeing that Bruce Lee uh, taste in uh, Spike's, you know, Jeet Kune Do that he, he practices, uh, albeit his own. You know, that's kind of Bruce Lee's thing, right? There's not really a style. Everybody has their own, but... Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful show. Um, even the soundtrack. You could show somebody the soundtrack and, and just, uh, you know, get them to to have some sort of opinion on it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I do like this show. And this is this is, again, another nerdy moment between uh, between Manny and I. So a long time ago, and I'm going to try to try to keep this kind of short because I know we got a couple of other shows to talk through, but. A long time ago. It seems like it was a very long time ago. Um, but uh, <laughs> Funimation, I think it was Funimation, was running like this special or something for the anniversary collection for this one, for okay. for this show. And uh, I remember we were sitting at work and Manny's like, dude, have you seen this? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, dude, there's a there's a anniversary there's an anniversary for this show. Like, or have you thought about it? Are you th- going to get it? And I was like, what? what? I was like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm so confused. Like, what is this? <laughs> and so Manny and I are sitting there and we look at the prices and it was the way that it was set up was, if I'm not mistaken, there were three and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, Manny, there were three different box sets that you could get. Mm-hmm. So I remember there was like a basic, which was just like, um, just like the, it was, I think it was just the show. Like it was just like the show and that was pretty much it. Um, and then the next one up, which was the one that eventually ended up winning, but that was the Bounty Hunter set, which was what we got, which was like the steel book and it had the vinyl. Uh, it had like some little holographic cards. Um, it had the, the, art and the, the art book. Yeah, the art book. <laughs> and uh, and then like there was one more that was like a big one. But I think they I think they wanted like I mean, now don't get it twisted. This was by no means cheap. Like this was uh, no. this was at the time was was fairly expensive. But I remember buying it and I remember us talking about it and I bought it. And we both got because if I'm not mistaken, you got one too. You got the certificate of uh, authenticity, yes. right? And our numbers aren't too far apart. <laughs> they're not. And um, and this was this. And I, I say all this to say it was a really cool moment. And it's and it's crazy sometimes when you think through, um, just the way that a show can connect you with this show, like the way that just a thought like that can connect you with a show. And then two, um, how you can, to your point, how you can find and make friends out of, you know, really dope shows and and dope experiences and things like that. So um, it was just mm-hmm. great. Like, it was so cool. And, and to your point, like the soundtrack, album, like a vinyl of this album or of this show is just amazing. Like from start to back, like every song here is like a hitter. And I still think to your point, um, I don't necessarily remember the name of the episode, but it's the one um, it's close to the end, obviously, where um, Spike and Vicious are fighting. And the rain starts playing. It's the one where they pan in and it's rain is playing and like FaZe trying to hurry up and try to get to Spike because Spike went off and decided to try to fight Vicious on his own. And, you know, rain starts playing and you just hear the you hear the piano start playing and the organ. And then like they kind of pan down into like this dark church and you're just like, dude, it's about to go. Yeah, that's actually Ballad of Fallen Angels. That's it. There you go. Yep. Yes. That's what it was. That's oh, what it was. Yeah, it was such a. a we, yeah. we got to meet Vicious for the first time. You know? Yep. 
And we yep. didn't really have an antagonist until that point. Like, there's always just been kind of like, you know, just, you know, people they're, they're chasing after, right? Bounty, bounties. So. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just absolutely amazing. So it's this show obviously holds a lot of significance. And some people will say, I mean, obviously, we all know the granddaddy of all anime. I don't care what anybody says. The granddaddy of all anime is still Akira. Like, Akira just like, it, it, yeah. it just kind of thrust onto the scene. And, and it was, just, I feel like it was just a whale. All of a sudden, you know, anime and the animation style just completely just took birth from here. But if there's a series that really starts that and really signifies that, like, to me, like, this is like the granddaddy anime. Like it was perfect mm -hmm. pretty much in every way from intro to the songs yeah. to the outro, just perfect, like perfect. The right yeah, amount, it wasn't too late. Too, right? like, what yeah. oh, it was it was like, and that's what I'm saying. Like it was perfect. Intro was amazing. Uh, the music in the show was amazing. The outro was amazing. The character development, the way that they introduced the characters, it was the right amount of episodes. It didn't, it didn't drag on too long. It didn't, it didn't end too short. It just was mm -hmm. there. It was just perfect. Even with the movie, right? Like uh, I brought the, I brought up the movie earlier uh, mm -hmm. today and I, I gotta say even the movie on its own, like let's say you just never, you know, 26 episodes is too much for you. Okay, fine. Just watch the movie. Like, yeah. the movie is a good way to actually get somebody into the show if that's something yeah. that you're interested in doing, you know? For sure. Cowboy Cowboy Bebop Knocking on Heaven's Door is the name of that movie. So definitely, again, if you guys haven't seen this, and I think the I think you said it, but the, the movie fits, according to this, it says it sits right in between 22 and 23. Okay. So right in there is where they're saying that the movie fits. But anyway, if you guys haven't watched it, and I know I've talked about Cowboy Bebop countless times on this show, um, and I know everybody's like, dude, can you stop? No, I will never stop. <laughs> I will never stop cowboy bebop amazing um so <laughs> that's the first show um so the second show is another one that you kind of alluded to earlier so space dandy um an 8.07 average i took the first season's average or the first season's ranking and the second season's ranking i put them together and then what they spit out the little baby was 807 um was the average um the number of episodes they're 13 and 13 so a total of 26 math is not my strong suit but i could figure that one out for quickly um airing january 5th 2014 to march 27 2014 and then july 6th 2014 to september 25th 2014 um were the uh were those two seasons um the synopsis the universe is a mysterious and strange place full of even stranger and more mysterious aliens um dandy's job is to hunt down unclassified aliens and register them register them for a reward it sounds easy enough but everything weird always happens to happen or always seems to happen along the way like chance meetings with zombies <laughs> mystical ramen chefs and adorable orphans hunting down aliens may not be easy but it's definitely never boring with help from his sidekicks the adorable robot vacuum qt and cat-like alien meow and his slightly used ship the aloha oi dandy roams the galaxy searching for new alien species what he usually finds however is adventure danger and romance and no two journeys or universes are ever the same this is space dandy baby so again <laughs> shout out to shout out to my anime list um yeah. I, I say this in every single episode if anyone knows a way that i can get in touch with them to get some kind of affiliation or sponsorship do it 
or else you're not a real fan. Do it. Give me yeah. this sponsorship. I deserve this. So uh, so go ahead, man. Let's let's get dandy, baby. Let's go. What you got, Manny? Well, um, there's just too much to say about this show. Um, <laughs> you know, and I got to say, uh, with with Space Dandy being, you know, kind of set in space, space obviously but you know it's a it's actually right alongside the cowboy bebop kind of like uh structure you know you've mm-hmm. got a misfit uh ragtag team they're in space they're bounty hunters and one thing about them that i think really like connects both teams is that you know they're really not that great at their jobs um, no <laughs> by any means no and not- Close. And that's not what you're watching it for. And it's almost like that's not what they're there for either. You know, they kind of, you know, they might not say it. This is kind of one of those unspoken, like, subtext type things where, you know, you just pick on, you, you pick up on just, like, the experiences. They're, they're in it for those, and you're kind of, you know, in it as well, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Dandy's, you know, he's got a, he's got a pompadour. He's, he's, uh, he's got, like, big balloon pants. He's, uh, he's, he's got a really, like, you know, rambunctious attitude he's mm-hmm. he's he's up in your face he can't stand if anybody's you know being mistreated you know he's a very he's got a very caring heart but he's he's definitely willing to put himself uh in in harm's way for even somebody he just met and yeah. um i don't know i just i've always i've always enjoyed how they went about even just like i, I gotta always bring up voice acting uh you know just not to go back to cowboy bebop but you know that kind of set the standard and with 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 space dandy you have uh you know voices that are actually coming out in english for the show the same time that they're coming out in japan and that was actually kind of a first uh for anime at least you know in my experience that i've seen um and for it to sound exactly like the Japanese cast and for the actors not to be able to just go, Oh, let me sound like them in this part and do this expression in this way. It's almost like the actual animation kind of the writing, everything, just how it was translated, you know, became the product that we got at the end of the day. And uh, yeah, the show's incredible. You got to watch it. There's, you know, uh, we were talking about earlier, you know, characters dying, the, the, the cast dies like a million times. Oh, yeah. You know All what I mean? Time. First episode, everybody's dead. You know, second yeah. episode, you know, how, how who else is going to die? But they come back, right? And yeah. what's cool <laughs> is that when they come back, it's not the kind where you're like, all right, well, I thought y'all, I thought y'all were, were gone. What happened? Like, didn't you guys turn into zombies? You know, yeah. so uh, I feel like for me, you know, how, how cool is it that, there's you know enough fourth wall breaking that they even make it mesh with your their story right so like second season which is episode i think uh 14 or 13 uh there's like a multi-dimensional episode about the other dandies and the other universes mm-hmm. that's actually my favorite one and uh I, I could watch that over and over and over again just because there's so many different dandies that you meet in that one episode and they all have one thing in common man they're 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 dandy baby they're dandy. They're dandy. <laughs> yeah. No, such a, to your point, man, such a, such a good, it's a really good show. It was one of those ones I didn't know so much about the, um, about the second season. Like I literally, before we talked about this, I was like, dude, I've watched all space dandy. And then I remember looking, I was like, 
no, I haven't. How dare I say this? And I went back in and watched um, season two. But <laughs> to your point, man, it was just it was it was a really very like you said, they follow a very similar um build and like makeup the way that the show is compared to like space dan and i mean let's be honest right with space shows there's only so much you really can do before it kind of meshes and kind of like merges with like similar plots or similar situations with other shows but to your point though they did this in such an interesting it's like such an interesting way um of explaining one why space dandy you know why dandy was the way that he was and then like even even to close to the you know the end um and obviously not to give too much of a spoiler but um, as you kind of go through it you start realizing whoa like this is there's a there's kind of a flip it's like okay everything was so you know fun and we were all having fun and everybody yeah. was going crazy we're all going to boobies and you know which is the name of the restaurant there. <laughs> that is not that is not in any way shape or form. i'm not being weird they're literally going to a restaurant like think of Hooters, yep, yep. but in like an, an intergalactic version of Hooters. It was called Boobies. Um, but <laughs> you know, you you enjoy all of this, and then all of a sudden, there's like you just notice there's just a it, it just it just flips like there's a switch, and you're just like, okay, what just happened here? Like what's going on? There's actually so there's there's a one thing I had to remind myself, and I had to tell myself about this show is that there is a meaning to all of this craziness. Like, I thought there was just a random show that was just crazy, but there literally is a meaning and, and a means to an end. So I definitely, if you gave up on it, like I did the first time I watched it because I didn't really understand it, like I suggest that you go back and watch it because if you actually finish it, it all makes sense. It really does. Uh, it's it's definitely one that's very lighthearted. In fact, I had a buddy of mine, uh, actually just my old boss, um, who, wow, he was not an anime person. Like he just looked at anime. He didn't think it was like, you know, just like out of his league or out of his you know scope of interest. But, you know, it just wasn't something, you know, he loves Castlevania. That's something for sure. Like mm-hmm. that's a great series too, but that's a little different just because of, you know, the style and influence and whatnot. But I would say, uh, introducing Space Dandy to him as like his first kind of anime was such a great way to to kind of kick things off there. Uh, and he, he he fell in love with it. He loved it. Every every moment was just you know just a fun time. So yeah, definitely a good watch. Definitely a good watch. If boss can watch it, you guys can too. Um, so moving on to the next show, and then we've got <laughs> one more. Um, so we chose uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Um, for those of you who have listened to the show, I've talked about it episode or season one, episode 12, um, animes that I'm grateful for that brought me into anime. And I also talked about it in season two, episode one, which was Retro Monday, um, some dope animes from the 90s with my co-host, uh, Shaman. So um, obviously I have to talk about it again. So this is like, you know, season three, I've talked about it, th- you know, two times already got to talk about it on season three. So season three, episode two, I'm talking about mobile suit Gundam yet again, um, ranking at a 7.7, 49 episodes, including an amazing movie, the endless waltz. I didn't even have to look that up. I remember that. Um, it originally aired April 7th, 1995 to March 29th, 1996. The um, United Earth 
uh, Sphere Alliance is a powerful military organization that has ruled over Earth and space colonies with an iron fist for several decades. When the colonies proclaimed their opposition to this, their leader was assassinated. Now in the year after Colony uh, 195, bitter colonial rebels have launched Operation, Operation Meteor, sending five powerful mobile suits to Earth for vengeance, built out of virtually indestructible material called Gund Gundanium Alloy. These Gundams began an assault against the Alliance and its sub-organization, Oz. Um, so, again, shout out to my anime list. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of cue this one off and I'll let you kind of jump in on this one. I love this show. This is one of the shows that, again, I've, I've talked about before. I'm thankful for it. It brought me into anime. It's one of the first ones that I really watched. Um, I love all of the pilots. You talk about character development. You talk about plot lines. You talk about robots, which I absolutely, for those of you, obviously, you know, if you've listened to the show, I have this strange love and and and, and just like admiration for uh, mechs and mechas and robots and things like that, especially when it comes to anime. So this like scratches every single itch that I needed scratched. Um, it has love interest. It has my boy Zex Marquis has got Trace Kushranada. Like those names just by themselves, like those two names by themselves absolutely just make me shudder. Like, like Zex Marquis <laughs> and Trace Kushranada. Like those names just are absolutely amazing. Um, and then of course you have like like I said, the different pilots, the five pilots. My favorite Gundam is still probably Death Scythe, though I will say that um What's his name? Wu Phase. I just had it. It's not Shenlong. Is it Shenlong? It might be Shenlong. Something tells me it's Shenlong. But anyway, I'll I'll uh, I'll look it up to make sure because I feel kind of embarrassed because I said that he was one of my favorite. But um, <laughs> but but Wu Phase um Wu Phase Gundam is probably one of my favorite ones too, just because it has the uh, the 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 snake like that that scorpion head. It's or not scorpion head like the little snake where he can like shoot it out and like grab your um grab your like grab your um your robot or whatever make like break it or whatever yeah your mech so it was it was absolutely amazing I, I definitely um enjoyed that so what uh I guess I, it was Shenlong yes I was correct Shenlong um but uh but yeah so what uh what do you what do you want to what do you want to add to this buddy you know you know no actually talking about it makes me want to watch it because I haven't. And I got to say, like, just out of complete honesty, um, the only mobile Gundam, like, or mobile suit Gundam, like, wing experience that I even have, it might sound, you know, maybe kind of frowned upon, but I have only watched the, they had, like, a 3D spinoff on, like, Cartoon Network or something. Mm -hmm. And I used to watch that just in between shows. And I did like what they had there but it just didn't feel as fleshed out as you know kind of hearing you talk about the anime now yeah it's it's like i said this is definitely one of those ones man it's really good um i love i love the fact of like i said it has it has everything that we were talking about before right about good anime it has really good music i mean it's space themed so i mean you don't have a whole bunch of you know just music just going but the one thing that i will say is like if you pay attention like really close and i and i know this because i've watched it several times now but they definitely recycle a lot of fights which you wouldn't pay attention to in like a lot of other shows until like you're sitting there watching the show and you're like okay hold on didn't 
they just had a fight like this and that specific robot just got blown up again like i feel <laughs> bad for that guy like this is one of those shows that reminds me or it always make, begs the question and there are a lot of shows that do this but this show is one of those ones that always begs the the thought like what do normal people do when things like this happen? Like you see these big robots going around fighting and like, what is the guy who's an attorney, you know, or, or like the guy who's an accountant that works for, you know, like, like the guy that works for like Oz or something like that. And he's just like, man, what do you mean that they went down there and blew up the, blew up the earth again? Damn it. That's the last, that's, that's, you know, that's the third time this week. How much money, are, <laughs> you know, how much money are we, how, how much money are we losing in settlements for all the people who have lost their home? Like I always think about like those weird, like slice of life type things. Like I want to see the yeah. guy that like has to drive to work and he's just like, Oh my gosh, today was a horrible day. Yeah, honey. And, and, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or like he gets home and like his wife is like asking him how the day was. And he's like, how do you think my day was? You see the news? They destroyed the damn building again. Now I got to go up in there (laughs) or like the construction worker. He's like, man, you know what? That was my project joy. That was the first the first project I worked on. Now I got to go back in there and I got to work on it again. You know, Uh, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Like, that's what I I think I've joked about that on another one of my shows. I was like, that's the anime I want to see, but like, not like a slice of life. Cause I do not like slice of lives like that, but I want to see like a slice of life from one of these concepts, like from one of these shows, like my hero academia, like who does the, like the guy who is like the, 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 the like or naruto like what does the ramen dude do when like naruto's not there like what other customers comes in there who all eats at this ramen place like i need to know these things this guy looks like he leads a very interesting life so i digress i'm just i'm just at this point you know what that's what builds the entire experience for you you know some people would consider those little uh, kind of in-betweener episodes, you know, fillers and stuff. But I feel like, you know, even talking about Naruto, it's just, you know, they, they, they just, they embed it in a really, like, well-written way where you're like, still getting something out of the story and the characters, you know? So, exactly. I really like Zex, by the way. I had to look him up because uh, you brought him up, and I really like his style. And, you know, most of the style in the show seems to be a big inspiration for uh, Code Geass, which is one of my, you know... Uh, favorites as well so i mean i i can see that relation there that they kind of you know kogias took inspiration from from some of those older maybe mech animes and this is definitely one of the the you know crowning uh examples uh yeah yeah for sure it's it's yeah it's absolutely amazing i think that the way they did the character design even the way that they have like all the art or all the uh the pilots with their different styles of gundams Mm -hmm. because you would think like robots but this isn't like we're not talking like you know power rangers we're talking about you know death machines so like each one of them has their own unique style and the way that they're set up with their unique weapons and then the way that the pilots look so just an amazing style like i said if you get a chance to watch it definitely watch it now to be fair all full disclaimer this is the only mobile suit like the only gundam that i've ever watched like mm-hmm. i know everybody talks about you know there's mobile suit like blood orphans and there's the right. dry 3d drivers and you know builders and all this stuff i have not watched any of those i've heard good things about some of them i've heard absolutely horrible things about others but this is the only one that i've watched um so so you, so you recommend wing out of the you know yeah yeah definitely okay. i recommend wing highly highly um 
Yes. So um, moving along to the very last show. Uh, so we have Outlaw Star, 7.86, 24 episodes. It aired uh, January 9th, 1998 to January 26, 1998. The synopsis is Gene Starwind has always dreamed of piloting his own ship out into the vast sea of stars. Unfortunately, not all dreams come true as he spends his days working odd jobs alongside his partner, James Hawking, on the small planet Sentinel-3 instead. However, this all takes a turn when the duo takes on a job from Rachel Sweet, who, unbeknownst to them, is actually a treasure-hunting outlaw tasked with uh, protecting a mysterious girl known as Melfina. The meeting meeting irrevocably... Yeah, I definitely just butchered through that word. Irrevocably? Nope, I can't say it. Uh, this is a word now that I need to say 10,000 times so I can get I over it. I think it's irrevocably. If there I'm we right. go. Ha-ha, there it is, irrevocably. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's that's why I was saying it wrong is because I wasn't even saying it right. Um, changes the bears' lives as they are sent out onto or into the great unknown aboard the highly uh, advanced ship Outlaw Star. So, um, you want to start off with this one, Manny, or you want me to start off? You can start off with this one. Okay, awesome. Um, so this was one of those shows that I was talking about um, when we were talking about shows that came out around the same time. So mm-hmm. Cow- uh, Cowboy Bebop came out April 3rd, 1998. And like I said, Outlaw Star came out January 9th, 1998. And that's why I said when Outlaw Star came out, I think the people were on it. So I think that it, you know, it came out and it ran till June. But I think with it from June, you know, June or I'm sorry, January. So January, February, March, April. Um, you only had three months of the show that kind of came out. And like I said, when Cowboy Bebop came out, I feel like it was such an instant hit. Most people didn't finish Outlaw Star. Like, you know, because they you fell in love, you fell in love with Cowboy Bebop. So most people didn't finish it. So that's why I said some shows come out at the same time or similar times. Yeah. Um, and you end up kind of mix missing one because you jump into another but this show was really really good for me again it was another it fits that exact same mode as like cowboy bebop well i guess in this situation i guess cowboy bebop was kind of kind of fits like outlaw star because it came out earlier um where it has the the misfit crew the ragtag team that kind of comes together and they're able to you know go through space and they're somewhat of bounty hunters, but they're more like treasure hunters, I guess you could say. Um, and, you know, Gene really just wanted to just hit it. He just wants to strike it big. But the funny thing that I always find is absolutely hilarious about this sh- show is Gene was like the worst space pilot ever because he couldn't even fly. Like he was, he always got sick every time he tried to fly. So space, that was space penguin. Exactly. Like literally he he can't, he can't do anything like in space, but he was able to, he was able to, he was able to finally kind of get it together. And I think that this was one of those, it fits right up there with like a um, neon Genesis, like in that, in that sense that they're at the end, there's like that psychological, like mind twisting that kind of happens that, you know, when they kind of get close to the end of the series and like everything that happens explained with Melfina and everything like that, um, it gets into that mind warping, you know, alternating, uh, alternating like mindset. But it was it was a really dope show. I, I absolutely loved it, though. I, I had never watched it at first until I was thinking about this episode. And um, yeah. again, my buddy who was who was probably going to be 
featured a little bit later, he came on. And he was like, "Dude, you haven't you haven't watched this?" And I was like, "No." He was like, "What the?" He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> stay down and watch Outlaw Star." And I was like, "Yes, sir. I will definitely do that." So I'm glad that I did. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it actually came from Sunrise as well. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was from the same studio that did did Bebop, and uh, you know that kind of same time frame. Uh, yeah, Bebop was just a big hit, you know, and I feel like uh, you know the Outlaw Star, you know, fan base is just you know hardcore, just because they 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 fell in love with with that world, and they hadn't, you know, we really didn't tap into space, you know, we we had been tapping into space in like you know novels for you know decades but then when you go into the anime space it's definitely something new uh and this is another 26 episode one uh, i actually have not finished myself i will be completely honest here There's nothing but honesty uh but i did really enjoy the few episodes i did watch of this show i'm gonna have to go back um i was gonna wait i was gonna try to watch it before this episode um but there's just a lot going on right now in my life oh no you good dude um i really i really do enjoy gene though uh, i remember watching the very first episode and i was like oh, man we he's a big inspiration for other you know and, and whenever you go back to these older animes you know you brought up akira um you know there's berserk um there's uh you know ghost in the shell um i feel like you know you go go back to any of these precursor animes and you're getting something out of them that kind of kind of gives you like that you know you ever watch a movie and you're like wait that's i know that actor i didn't know he was in this movie and it's kind of like that with 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 newer animes you're like oh well now i see this favorite anime i've always liked it it drew so much of its art from this other form you know and i think i think uh, this is this is something that goes along with outlaw star as well um you know, there's something lighthearted about this show that I really like that's different than Cowboy Bebop. Um, and Cowboy Bebop has it, but I feel like this is more, like, go- goofy, like, kind of mm-hmm. silly, right? Because there's there's some really funny moments in this show from what I remember. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I got that from Space Dandy, right? In Cowboy Bebop, you're gonna, it's more of a serious, gritty tone. Yep. Um, but there's laughs here and there, right, sprinkled in. But without Lost Star, you're kind of getting just, like, this this wholesome experience but yeah i'm kind of curious about that ending now that you brought it up like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I like i said i highly suggest it uh because like i said once they kind of explore like i said i don't want to go too in depth obviously yeah. because going to watch the show or if anyone out here is going to watch the show i, w- I don't want to spoil it for you but definitely like i said once you kind of get to the end you definitely start to see uh kind of a mind melding you know a, a, a experience and you're just kind of like okay what just happened so yeah definitely i i highly suggest that you watch oh man thank you for that i mean both of these that we just talked about i'm gonna really uh just put on my list of things to to watch eventually hey awesome man hey that's that's that that is the thing that at the end of the day that is that is like what this show is all about it's not just for you not just for everyone out there it's just for anyone that enjoys anime and maybe some shows that people have watched there are shows that i haven't watched um there are shows that some people haven't watched but if i have watched it i will talk about it that's what i do oh yeah and i mean that's kind of the the point of being able to share like things yeah. that you like uh for instance it just I kind of want to add on one last thing here just because we're talking about space. And if I'm going to be on here, we're talking about space. I have to mention Interstellar 5555, nice. uh, you know, the story of the secret star system. I absolutely adore 
that series. Um, uh, well, series, it's a movie. But, you know, if you like Daft Punk, if you like the Discovery album, if uh, you want something different, definitely watch that show if you haven't. Uh, I guess I haven't seen Galaxy 999, which is uh, the creator, Leiji Matsumoto. Uh, that's his, like, work before uh, mm-hmm. the Daft Punk movie, Interstellar 5555. And uh, I just actually... Uh, a very new friend of mine has recommended it and I've seen some of the artwork and I really do enjoy it. So I'll probably have to check that out myself, but I just thought I'd drop that. (laughs) No, no, perfectly fine. And you know what? I'm really upset with myself because if I'm being completely transparent, I remembered the music videos for this. I did not know that it was an actual movie. I did not know that. So I'm going to, as soon as we get done with this episode, I'm going to watch this. This is on on my cue list. I'm putting it on my TV and I'm just going to enjoy it. It's an hour and 30 minutes of literally, if you took the Discovery album and played it on Spotify or whatever your streaming service is, it is literally that album, but with visuals and no words. That's what I need. (laughs) You're like, let's turn it on. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I need. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Yeah. So dude, I appreciate it, man. I, I don't know, man. I, we can, we can talk all day. Like we, we, I'll probably hit you up after this and we'll still keep on talking about anime in some way, shape and or form. Um, but, uh, I love love hearing about your love letters to, you know, your passions, man. It's always been a, a pleasure and thank you for having me, of course. Hey, no problem, man. I appreciate you jumping on. Um, so just recapping the episode today, I had my my boy Manny on. Um, he he, we did an interview. Um, kind of got to know a little bit more about him and about some of his interests. Um, and um, just kind of walked through a couple of different shows as far as some of the you know the space animes that are out there: Outlaw Star and Gundam Wing and Space Dandy, Cowboy Bebop, the Interstellar Five 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 Five. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm ready to watch that. That's what I'm about to watch right now. But um, but anyway, so we kind of went through all of this. Uh, make sure that you guys are you know supporting and still sharing the show. Thank you guys for listening and sticking around. Uh, make sure that you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk Twelve. That's Anime Talk the numbers one and two. Um, and like I said, man, just just, you know, let's let's keep going, man. I mean, we're at 2K. I, I know I said this in another episode, but I know that we can reach, you know, 3000 listens by the end of this season. We're averaging probably about a, a thousand listens a season. Um, so let's keep going, man. Let's hit that 3K, if not more. So, uh, Manny, I'm going to leave the closing uh, any any closing statements that you got, buddy. Uh, no, uh, just thank you for the opportunity. Matt St. Jack is it's always good talking with you. Always feels like. You know, talking to an old friend, even when we first met. So uh, for everybody listening, if you're ever interested in uh, any of the animes we you know, shared and talked about today, as Matt said, check them out on your own accord. Uh, my own plug is Servant by Day. So if you ever uh, if you ever want to talk anime or anything really that's life uh, related, I'm available on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I guess just stay dandy, baby. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Best way to go out. So I hope that you guys have a great one. Until next time, I'll see you. Peace. Bye.